Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver and it is time for the tea. Tea time with Dr. Tarver is an opportunity for you to learn some skills that will help you along your wellness journey. It is not intended to be a substitute for therapy, but more of an additional support resource that you can take full advantage of. So what are we talking about today? Well, it is the last day of January. So this is a good time, I think, for us to talk about comparison. So our topic for today is one of these things is not like the other. How we're going to crush these comparison behaviors. So I know that you probably made some type of New Year's resolution or in January was going to be where the money resides for you or possibly you had some things on your vision board maybe that you wanted to have accomplished by this time in the month and so we're 30 days in we know that it takes about 21 days to a month to create a good habit so this is a good time for us to think about where we are on those goals so have you been on that weight loss journey being consistent tracking your foods making sure that you are getting that exercise in have you saved that money that you plan to save by now? Have you applied for that promotion? Have you bought that home? If you have not, then maybe you need to ask yourself, okay, well, what is getting in the way? What is stopping me from letting go of this relationship that I know is not going anywhere? What is stopping me from being able to step out and launch this business that I've wanted to launch? Now, it could be a variety of things because we know that we often start out strong, but then we're not consistent. We let other things take priority and we stop setting aside that time to really truly invest in ourselves. However, there is one other thing that I think people often don't think about when they haven't reached the goals they've created for themselves. And that's these pesky comparison behaviors. So what are these comparison behaviors about? So I was looking on Psychology Today, which has just a lot of good resources. I reference them a lot in terms of support, particularly to help you find a therapist in your area. But they also have just some good articles. Um, they're, they're really kind of short and things that are easy to digest. And so they actually had one on this very topic, comparison behaviors. And they talked about what they call downward comparison and upward comparison. And this all goes into social comparison theory. So let's get into it. Downward comparison. Now, I know you're thinking downward, like downward facing dog yoga. No, not quite. Um, but downward comparison is when we actually compare ourselves to people that we think we're a little better off than. Now, it may be that I think I'm a little cuter than you. It may be that, I, hey, I got a little more going on financially than you do. It may be that I think I'm smarter than you. It may be that you're going through a really tough circumstance in your life. And I say to myself, well, at least that hasn't happened to me. And so I know you all are laughing probably because you're like, mm, yeah, okay, I've done that. And, you know, there is something to be said for us thinking about how our situation could be worse. But I think some of the things that get in the way with that negative comparison is we can get in the habit of not feeling good about ourselves unless somebody else is not doing well. That's not really what we want to tie our self-esteem to. We want to be able to think about ourselves in different ways other than we're doing better than someone else who is not 
also doing well, right? It also can cause some problems in your relationships. So if you're that friend that's always like, well, I don't do that. At least I'm not doing that. Yeah, my man, he's cheating on me, but he hadn't went and had no babies on me. I don't really know if that's exactly where you want to land in that situation, right? I don't want to be the, uh, you all may have had some relatives in your family. Um, rest in peace to my Auntie Belle, uh, who were always complaining about their health. So it did not matter what the discussion was. It always went to their health. And you could find yourself saying, well, at least my health isn't as bad as that, right? But again, that's not how you want to build your self-esteem. And it leaves your self-esteem being pretty fragile if the only thing that makes you feel good about you, again, is if somebody's not doing well. And your friends are thinking like, wow, you're always kind of talking about what people don't have going on right now and how you're doing better than this other person. So then you become that friend nobody really wants to spend time with because you end up now being the negative comparison point. Okay, so not the best strategy. Then on the other side, we have upward comparison. And you're probably thinking, oh, okay, well, so this is the better option. Not necessarily. Upward comparison is what most of us do when we're scrolling through social media. So we're looking at these fabricated lives that people like to post out here. And we're thinking to ourselves, wow, I wish I had that. Or how come I can't have this? They don't even deserve that. This is when the jealousy and the pity comes out in us. Like, she weighs 900 pounds. How did she pull that man? I know, we do it. It's wrong, but we do it. We think to ourselves, I know I was smarter and talent, more talented than that guy. How is it that he was able to launch this business? How come he's able to get all of these social media likes? And I'm not. I'm over here grinding, putting out great stuff. And folks are not liking mine at all, but they over here blowing your spot up. You're just a regular dude. How come you getting all this attention? So that's that trap we fall into when we do that upward comparison. Now, there is something to be said for being able to be inspired by people. We all have folks we look up to. Uh, we have lost some greats uh, over this past week, including the fabulous Cicely Tyson. And she has a tremendous amount of work that she has done, particularly for black women in film. However, if I'm comparing myself to the late great Miss Cicely Tyson, and I'm just now in school plays, then it can make me feel really deflated. Like, wow, I'm never gonna have like that. So then I end up talking myself out of things before I even get started, because I've compared myself to a woman whose career spanned over the course of my whole life. I haven't even been born long enough as she's been in this industry and I'm still in high school, right? So sometimes we just end up not allowing ourselves to even see what our potential could be because I'm thinking I'm not going to be as great as that person. And I will tell you that one of the biggest traps for us engaging in comparison is social media. I know that you all take those social media fasts from time to time and take those breaks and those are great. But some of you are holding on to that social media as if it is really the reflection of life that it is not. It is an imitation of life is what it is. So, all right, Dr. Tarver, you have preached enough. What is it that you would encourage us to do? Well, 
Uh, actually, and some of you may be familiar with Dame, Dave Ramsey because a lot of us have gotten out of some debt over the years following uh, some of his strategies. He actually talks about how to get out of this just chaos that comes with comparing ourselves to other people. One of the things that he highlights is that when you are in a position where you are comparing yourself to other people, then you aren't really grateful for things. So he's saying, you know, you're comparing so much that you're seeing everything that you don't have that you forget what you do have. So his first recommendation is be grateful. Think about all of the things that you have in your life, the people that you have in your life, the accomplishments that you have made. And I like, you all may remember uh, when you were growing up, your parents used to, this is probably where a lot of our comparison bags come from. Your parents used to have you stand on a wall and they would see how much you had grown over a course of time, right? That is one of the things that I think about when I think about how we can work our way out of these comparison behaviors. Because one of the other things that he talks about is comparing yourself to yourself. Where did I start from? Now, where am I? Let me see my progression. Those are things that I can be grateful for. Learning to be content with where you are and patient with where you are in this journey. Now, don't get me wrong. Do not confuse contentment with complacency. So I'm not at all telling you to get comfortable in a situation that was never meant for you to be in. What I'm telling you is if I have goals, if I have steps, a plan that I'm working toward, let me work those steps. Let me be kind to myself and allow myself to be able to go through that process. Starting a business doesn't mean that today I think about the business, tomorrow the business opens. We know that there are a lot of steps in between there. So I just want to make sure that I'm allowing myself time to be able to fully develop. Focus on your strengths. We all have strengths, things that we do very well. Now, I know it is hard for you all to think about your strengths other than when it's time for a job interview and they ask you, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? But just in general, are you able to say, hey, here's what makes me great. Now, that's not hubris. That's not arrogance. That's you being able to have an accurate assessment of who you are and your skills and abilities. And you should be able to at least rock three things that you can say about yourself in terms of those strengths. And if you're having trouble, elicit the support of some of your peers or people that have taught you or people that you have worked for because they'll have a better understanding maybe if you're having a hard time seeing it for yourself. Celebrate other people, but don't celebrate them in the way like, mm, I see you got that little job, that new little car, mm -hmm, that's cute, right? Celebrate them as in, hey, sis, hey, bro, like you are moving up and you moving up gives me hope that I can too. Or I see that you have actually utilized your strengths to propel you to this next level. That's a joyful thing. To be able to see somebody else walking in their purpose, that should give us some excitement too. Because when people are doing well, they tend to treat other people better. They tend to have a healthier, longer life. Like we want people to be around and be able to do things that they enjoy for as long as they can in the healthiest ways that they can. So learn to be other people's cheerleaders, not, the, not to the extent that it takes away from you doing anything for yourself. I don't want you to become other focused, but I do want you to be able to say, you know what? You did that. 
Another thing that I like to tell people do is just create some boundaries around what you're taking in. We know, especially in the new year, that we're very mindful about what we're taking into our bodies, what we're drinking, what we're eating, what we're watching, who we're around, what we're listening to, especially during this pandemic. We want to be very mindful of that. So take a fast from that negativity. Make sure that you are not just spending so much time trolling on social media that you are missing out on living your own life. Invest in other things. Spend some time with your family. Work on that hobby that you've had that you let go of. Get back to those fitness goals that you have. Go and see some mountains or, or, or some canyons. Um, go to the beach. Go see some water. Like Make sure that you are doing things that really are for your wellness and not just taking in all this negativity that comes along with social media because you'll see a million people like it and 100,000 people hate it. And well, you know what we're gonna go to? Those 100,000 people that hate it. Cause you'd be like, mm-hmm, I know. I don't look like nothing, no way, right? So you don't even wanna feed that in your spirit. You wanna make sure that you're nurturing healthy aspects of self. And that includes replacement behaviors. So if I, you know, your phones often tell you how long you've been on social media. Hey, you're in, you've increased your social media use this week by 50%. Right. So pay attention to that. If you're noticing like I don't spend a lot of time on social media, then maybe I want to reduce it by half or a quarter and start working my way down and doing some other things like reading, which is what's going to allow you to be able to truly reach those goals without worrying about if somebody else is going to like your posts or not. Or you comparing yourself to what somebody else is out here fabricating that they're not really doing. OK. And I know we get it earnestly, people like I know that. Our families, we grow up with this. I'm sure that uh, you all are very aware. Developmental milestones are about comparing. When did you learn to walk? When did you learn to talk? When did you learn to potty train, right? So all of these things that happen in our lives, your school standardized tests, you all remember those little cute graphs you get, you're falling in the 50, uh, 50th percentile of other peers your age, right? So our whole lives have been about comparison for one thing or another, where you went to school, where you live, what you wear, is all about comparison. But we don't have to internalize that to a point where it's detrimental to our growth. It is good to have an honest assessment of ourselves and have some realistic things by which to measure. It is not okay for us to beat ourselves down looking at other people or to beat them down so we feel better about ourselves. Okay, so pause. <laughs> Think about, hmm, okay, where am I with my goals? Have some things interfered and I need to maybe reevaluate and, and, and get a, a different plan or add some additional things in order for me to be successful. So that reset piece is really important as you get ready to transition into February because just because it didn't work out thus far doesn't mean it can't work out. So I don't want you to get deterred from your goal simply because maybe you've had a couple of weeks where you haven't been working toward it. All right. Be encouraged.